On today's Let's Talk Basketball podcast, we have a lot of news surrounding coming close to the NBA trade deadline. Big name, Lonzo Ball. Lonzo Ball's name has been thrown around in this conversation throughout this trade deadline for a very long time. So many teams want this guy, and I'm so excited to see where he's going to be going. We do have some NBA news, and we have some just some injuries that just occurred over the past couple days. And power rankings. We have the new power rankings for this week. So without further ado, waste no time. Let's just jump right into him. We'll start off with the power rankings. Suns dropped down to fourth this week. Um, we do have number one, the Brooklyn Nets. Number two, the Bucks. Number three, the Sixers. Number four, the Suns. And then number five, the Jazz. I can't believe Suns dropped from two to four in like a week. I think they have to take advantage of this moment right now. This moment right now matters the most for the Suns. Throughout this trade deadline, they have to pick up someone. They have to just keep winning games. And then they can they can be a very good playoff team. Do not doubt the Suns in any way. Uh, Brooklyn Nets, no, uh, no surprise there. They're, uh, they're cooking. You know, they're going crazy. I believe their next game is against, um, I know they have a Pistons game coming up. They have a Jazz game coming up. I'm, the next game, I think, is in Portland. So, Nets are traveling to Portland. And uh, speaking, speaking of going to Portland, Kyrie Irving is expected to miss. Next three games, he is not going to be traveling with the team. He's out for the next three games due to family matters, but, you know, you can't even be mad at that. You can't even argue about that. At least he's giving us a reason this time. He's not just ditching us, just trying to go somewhere. At least we know he's attending to family, which family is always important, and you should always take care of your family. All right. Uh, We do have a legend that we lost today. Rest in peace, Elgin Baylor, 11-time All-Star. He scored 71 points in a game. Finals record, 61 points. True, true legend, and will not be forgotten. Rest in peace, Elgin Baylor. Now you know we cannot go a podcast without talking about the Brooklyn Nets. Uh, Blake Griffin had his first game as a net. First game back in like five weeks. He only had two points. He had a block. I think he at least had one rebound or two. Um, got an assist. But you can't even be mad at him only scoring two points. He's coming off, like I said, he's not playing in like five weeks. It's a new team, new organization, new everything. You know, he's brand new. Basically, he basically restarted himself. Blake looks in excellent shape. It looks like he definitely lost some weight. Definitely put on a couple pounds of muscle weight. And it was amazing. And his first basket as a net was a dunk. And running back, I got out my chair. I was so excited to see this man dunk. He was running back, screaming, I still got it, smiling. Um, and for all the people who saying that he can't dunk, I don't know why you think the man who jumped over the hood of a car had an insane vertical, just couldn't dunk anymore. <laughs> it's Blake Griffin. He dunks. Obviously, you're not going to get the Blake that he was once on the Lob City Clippers, but that's not what the Nets need. The Nets need 
a defender, which he he, we really, he really could be a good defender. He's not known for his defense, but he can definitely morph into that defender-type player. I'm not saying he has to be a pure lockdown, pure rim protector, because that's, that's not Blake. We just need him for that defense. He can guard few positions. He's not just limited. But definitely need him for a couple of lobs. He could shoot the three. So if he's wide open, spread the floor very nicely. And he could play make. He could get some nice assists. He can definitely get rebounds. And it's going to be very exciting to see how he fits into this team. Um, he was on also restricted minutes uh, last game. So you can't even, uh, not even mad that he only scored two points. We did walk away with a W. So that's all that counts. We did beat the Wizards. Finally, we lost. We were two and zero against the Wizards. One of them might have been one of the worst losses in NBA history. Um, pretty sure everyone remembers it. Bradley Beal comes down, hits a contested pull up three in transition, down by. I think they were down by two points at that point. Nets were. Um, Nets were up by two, and then you know the interception. Leads to Westbrook's pull-up three to lead the game by one. Then TLC misses the wide-open layup to take the lead again. And then the um, Wizards end up shooting one by three points. One of the worst games I've ever seen. <laughs> I, I couldn't be more upset and mad watching that game. But it was nice to see this game, especially because we were down 14 points in the first quarter. Now, I remember watching this right now. I was about to turn off the game. I was like, this is a joke. It's 20-6 to six in the first quarter. I was like, no one looks like they want to play. Little do you know, Steve Nash called a timeout, and they came out, scored 15-2 to two run. It, it was amazing. And I'm so happy we walked away on the dub. So happy we walked away now with Blake Griffin playing. Um, and just a good game, good week for the Nets. Now I want to jump in to some injuries now. A lot of injuries have just occurred. I know this one's not a big injury, but Landry Shamit, after um, in, last night, in last night's game, he did get an injury. He shot a fade three, didn't have enough room to land. I think he, I think he fractured his ankle or just tore his ankle or something like that. Um, but that's not really the most important thing. Obviously, I hope he gets better. I hope he's okay. I hope the recovery is fine. But Lamelo, my Lamelo, <laughs> he um he fractured his wrist and is expected to miss the rest of the season. I was so upset hearing this news. He he's the rookie. He he was the rookie of the year. Okay, I don't care what anyone says. You can argue Anthony Edwards' forty-two point game, but La what Lamelo was doing not only as a player but for the team. He was a rookie of the year. I hope he gets better, man. Um, maybe he'll come back, but I really don't see him coming back. There's like 30 games left uh, for the rest of the season. And, you know, Hornets, I think, were the eighth seed. So they were, they, they were a playoff team and a play-in team. So it really just, really just sucks for the middle to be out like that. A uh, very big name, LeBron James got injured. A very rare injury for LeBron. He got a high ankle sprain, and he's expected to miss at least three weeks to a month. 
Now that's just what the Lakers organization has told um, NBA insiders and just everything. And that's a lot of games. You miss a month of basketball, it's at least. you. So you play about four games a week. That's 16, 16 to 12 games you're going to miss. And that's a lot. That could put you, if you lose 16 straight, because I don't think they can get the job done without LeBron and AD, um, you could definitely be out of the playoff conversation, especially right now. But uh, Lakers have to make a move, and I believe a big move is coming for them. I don't know how, because it has to be a player for the long term. That can't be just for the championship this year because they just did win the championship, and that it's not like the goal for them. Obviously, every team's goal is to win the championship, but the Lakers' goal is to just keep getting better every season, to build around the team they have. And if you just get a short-term player, like that's like, we got James Harden because we want to get the championship. We want to go all in for it. Lakers, they're just trying to really build a very good, solid team to work together and to win. But I don't really, out of all the names that have really been coming up for Lakers, obviously they're interested in anyone they can get. I honestly don't know who would be the best fit for them. And to be honest, I don't see Andre Drummond fitting in very good with them. He is a disgusting rebounder, a disgusting defender. He's not an offensive center. But I really don't see him fitting in with the Lakers. Now, I I honestly don't know where Andre Drummond's going at this point. I was so confident before saying that he will come to the Nets. But I'm honestly not sure. He could be going anywhere. It's his choice, even if they buy him out. The Cavs can find a trade for him, but I don't think they will because of his high player salary. But so many teams have been brought up in this past couple weeks for Andre Drummond. New ones every day. Um, But we can't be getting more close to this trade deadline. And I'm so excited. When I tell you I'm so excited to see where all these players are going to be going, what's going to be happening and where standings are and what teams are looking like. I'm so excited. This is one of my most favorite times of the season. Obviously, All-Star Game and All-Star Weekend, that's the favorite. Um, I actually like that better than NBA playoffs just because it's a little bit more exciting. Obviously, NBA Finals is on the top, then All-Star Weekend, then playoffs, and then trade deadline because I love when teams make moves like this. But um, I don't know. Uh, LeBron's definitely gonna impact being out for the Lakers. That's gonna be very interesting to see that and how the team does without him, what moves they make. And I actually think Anthony Davis should be coming back soon, maybe about like a week or two. That's if he gets cleared. But he is not he's not getting any on-court experience. Like he has not been doing practice. Um. He's not been shooting around with the team. So that's going to be huge for the Lakers. Anyway, we do have Chris Paul getting his 10,000th assist. That puts him in the sixth all-time. <laughs> CP3, man. 
he his impact on the Suns, what he's doing this season. If you heard my last podcast, Harry said that he deserves to be in the MVP conversation, and he's his MVP. I'm 100%. I think he really needs to get talked about this season. He just got his 10th. Now, I'm not saying, obviously, 10,000 said that's over his whole career. But no one's really talking about what he's doing. You Obviously, you hear Joel Embiid. You hear Jokic. Now you're starting to hear a little bit about Dame. You're hearing about LeBron. Uh, James Harden's starting to get come up. But you don't hear about Chris Paul in any of them. And I want to make that start because Chris Paul really deserves to be in the MVP conversation. If you really look and see the impact, Suns are fourth in power rankings. I think they're still second in the West. They have a better record than the Lakers and Clippers. And Chris Paul, as soon as he gets there, look what they're doing. They really need to talk about him. And it's starting to get ridiculous the more and more that they don't even mention his name. But congrats to Chris Paul for getting his 10,000 assists. Now we are going to get into the trade rumors. You know, every podcast now, before the trade deadline, we are going to talk about trade rumors. And they are very exciting because some of them may be coming true. Some of them may not. And some of them might just be ridiculous. And some of them might just be breaking the league if they do happen. But that's the point of rumors. Uh, Golden State Warriors are trying to acquire Bojan from the Hawks. Now, I'm not 100% sure what kind of season he's having, but I do know that he's been really good for the Hawks. And just bring in that another shooter for the Warriors, it could help them. But it's not a buyout. It would have to be a trade. So I don't know who they would give up. I'm trying to think. Yeah, I honestly don't know who they would give up for Bojan, but this one I actually see happening. Uh, Warriors, by the way, like I said in my last podcast, very sneaky, and today I just found out a lot of news for the Warriors. They are trying to make so many moves but behind the scenes, and we're just going to we're gonna see. see if I'm correct, if they do do some sneaky moves, or if they be quiet and just wait till the offseason. Um, Celtics are favorite to land Aaron Gordon after Aaron Gordon requested a trade out of Magic. So he's gone from Orlando. He's going to be gone. He requested a trade. Now it's just up to the teams to try to pick him up. If they don't pick him up, it looks like he's staying. But Aaron Gordon is a very underrated player. You don't really hear about him. You know, dunk contests. A few seasons ago, he was kind of a, he was, I want to say big name. But he was that name that you definitely heard about. Now I feel like people forgot that he was in the league. Meanwhile, he just dropped 40 on us. Now, <laughs> he's a very good player. And I think he'll impact the Celtics in a big way. Not in a championship level way, but definitely a nodge up. Um, another team that's interested in Aaron Gordon is the Portland Trailblazers have this one I want to see the most. Because personally, I want John Collins to go to the Celtics. I want them to be insane. I want them to get John Collins because Hawks are not treating John Collins right. 
they don't want him, and I don't know why. Who like why would you not want Deshaun Collins on your team, the young duo partner for Trey Young? And then you just got a monster rebounder in Clint. Even Bojan, you have him. But I want Aaron Gordon to go to the Portland Trailblazers because I think Portland Trailblazers, now that LeBron's been missing, I think they have the most pressure on them to step it up in the West. Now that the Lakers are really kind of out for a couple of weeks, Trailblazers have to take advantage of this moment. Now, they also could pick up LaMarcus Aldridge. They are definitely trying to get a big man. And this is a perfect opportunity. Aaron Gordon would be an amazing fit for CJ, who's coming back. And Dame, MVP candidate. Nurkic. But I really want to see that one happen. Like I said, we do have Lonzo. I mean, what team does not want Lonzo at this point? Obviously, we all know the Knicks want him. I just heard that the Nuggets are trying to put in a trade for um, Lonzo in exchange for Bobol. <laughs> which Bobol on the Pelicans would be so weird to see. And Lonzo on the Nuggets. That one's not a good trade. I think that one would be my dead last. Um, the Heat. I'm not sure if I said this, but Clippers. I said, uh, mentioned on my last one, the Hawks. Definitely Hawks. Not, not a good one. And... I, I, this, Lonzo's name right now has been bounced around. There's rumors of him going to the Hornets, but I'm not sure if that's going to happen now that LaMelo's out, because then there'd be really no point to just send him there if the chemistry won't be built up like the way they wanted it to. But I personally think he's going to the Knicks. I think he's going to go to the Knicks. Now, we did also talk about this on the last podcast. He would be that perfect fit, that playmaker for Julius, that lob thrower for Mitch, that pick and roll even with RJ if they want. And I see him. come. He's obviously, I think, would come off the bench because I think he would have. Actually, I don't even know. I think you should move Emmanuel quickly to shooting guard, put Lonzo point guard. RJ, small forward, Julius, power forward, and then Mitch, center, have D-Rose come off the bench with Nerlens, Alec, Burks, Reggie Bullock, and you got a squad, you know what I mean? But you would obviously have to give someone up for Lonzo, and there is where it gets a little tricky because I don't know who they would give up, because if it comes to that point, I don't think you should give up that many valuable assets for Lonzo. But if you really want to get him and you really think he's going to be a good fit, go for him. Clippers would be a nasty team for him. Going to the different side of L.A. Well, playing in the same spot, but different team in L.A. He'd be an amazing fit for Clippers, too. Speaking of L.A., um, Lakers center, Montrez Harrell, um, is being brought up a lot for the Lakers. They are taking calls to try to talk about trades for him. Now, I hope Montrez goes to the worst team. I'm kidding. I'm not a big fan of Montrez, but 
he also just um, tweeted something, the two eyes open emoji, and I'm not sure if that's a good sign or a bad sign. That might mean like he knows that he might get traded or Lakers are making moves behind the scenes that no one's really talking about. And so that way he can go 50-50. But all I know is that Montrez and the Lakers are taking calls for him. Um, a failed trade happened the other day. Kings offered Marvin Bagley for an exchange. Sadiq Bey for the Detroit Detroit. Uh, Detroit Pistons, sorry. That one, I, I don't know why they wouldn't accept that one. I think Pistons really want to keep Sadiq. They see him as that young superstar who can grow and keep growing. But Marvin Bagley Jr. to the Pistons? I would like that. I think that would be a fair trade. And the Kings? Hmm. Would he fit in for the Kings as well? Yeah, I see him fitting in. 100%. I think that one would have been fair, but... It's not my decision. It's not 2K. You know, I can't just hit, do both teams accept and hit yes. I can't do that. But I don't really know. That one, I don't know why they didn't accept that. I thought that one, when I heard it, I thought it said they did accept it, but said they didn't. There has to be some kind of reasoning for keeping Sadiq over Marvin Bagley Jr. Because I would pick Marvin Bagley. But hey, it's not my team. Um, another team that wants Lonzo that I also forgot, Golden State Warriors. I forgot to mention this about talking about Lonzo. Golden State Warriors want Lonzo. <laughs> I'm not even going to explain myself about that one because I do not see him fitting with the Warriors at all. Like, at all. But just know that the Warriors are in the conversation. Um, speaking about Warriors, like I said, they're trying to be a sneaky team, I'm telling you. Warriors want to trade for Victor Oladipo. This one would probably be for Andrew Wiggins. And I see this one happening. I do see this one happening. The, also, talked about in the last one as well. Aaron Gordon can make his way to the Warriors. But then, I feel like Andrew Wiggins, it would have to be, Victor Oladipo and Aaron Gordon can't go to the same. Because I feel like Andrew Wiggins would have to be a part to get one of them. Or maybe they keep him. Maybe they get rid of Wiseman because they have... Wiseman's name has been brought up a little bit um, to try to move him and trade him for other assets. But I think Victor Oladipo is going to the Warriors. Or Heat because he did say he wanted to go play for the Heat. And another team interested in training with the Warriors is the Cavs. Now listen to this. This is why I'm very concerned about the Andre Drummond thing. The Cavs and Warriors, they want to try to make a deal to get Andre Drummond traded for Andrew Wiggins and maybe a pick or two. And <laughs> I see this one happening too. This is why I'm so worried and like my head's in a knot because I don't know where Andre Drummond's going now. You hear the Heat, you hear the Knicks, you hear the Nets, you hear the Lakers. I even heard the Clippers. And now you want to throw in Warriors? Wherever he goes in the next couple days is going to be very interesting to see. And I, I can't even make a prediction anymore. There's so many teams. There's so many things that are so possible to happen. And reasoning behind them is so perfect that I can't even say 
where he's going. Can't even make a prediction about where he's going to go. But I want him to come to the Nets. Obviously, I want him to come to the Nets. But it's not my decision for him. We're just going to have to wait and see. And I can't, I can't stand saying that. Because it's, I feel like I've been saying it so much. And the trade deadline is just... I feel like we, kept, we keep getting closer. But at the same time, we keep getting farther. I feel like it's never coming. The day is not going to come. It's never going to come. We're just going to have to be here and just wait. But... You know, and you never know what could happen tomorrow. It can happen right now as we're speaking. But let me know where you guys think Andre Drummond's going to go out of literally every team in the NBA at this point. Um, Raptors want to trade Duncan Robinson and Tyler Hero for Kyle Lowry. Now, we did mention Kyle Lowry possibly going to the Heat. And this one I see happening. You know, I said that they would either have to give up a Duncan and a Dragic or a Dragic and a Hero. But they're going to keep Dragic and they want to give up Duncan and Hero. And this would be amazing. I think Hero and Duncan would be a great fit for the Raptors. Those shooters, those young, talented players. And then the Heat can get their Kyle Lowry. And have Kyle, Jimmy, still have Dragic. And then bam. That's a nice squad you got. And then potentially Andre Drummond, you know. So, I that one, those couple of trades I do see happening. And then lastly, the final trade I want to talk about is a blockbuster trade that can go down. Now, listen to this very carefully because I had to say this a couple times. Jalen Brown to the Atlanta Hawks. I don't know what the Hawks are doing. They are bringing up a lot of names, and they are making, they're trying to make so many moves for big names. Not just little names, big names. But do I see Jalen Brown going and leaving the uh, Celtics? No, I do not. I don't know who they would give up. They would have to give up a Trey Young. Or a John, mm, see, here you go. This is the John Collins thing. You could throw, could be a Jalen Brown, maybe another another uh, asset for the team, for a John Collins, another asset for the that team, and this can this can go down, and this would be a humongous trade. Besides the the last big trade was obviously James Harden, three way trade with the Cavs and Pacers. Wait no, it was a four. It was Cavs, Pacers, Nets, Rockets. Um, I'll, I'll say it now, and I'll continue to say it. <laughs> uh, giving up Jaron Allen for the Nets was the biggest mistake we'll ever make. But that that's way in the past now. But Jalen Brown to the Hawks, I see it happening. But the only thing in the back of my head is saying, why would he leave the Celtics with Jason Tatum and Kemba? Why, why would he do that? He wouldn't do that. But anyway, guys, this is going to wrap up my podcast. Um, if you did enjoy it and you want to know when new ones drop, please go check out my Instagram. That's at Let's Talk Basketball underscore podcast. There's no caps, no space. I'll say it again. That's at Let's Talk Basketball underscore podcast. Go check it out. Go give it a follow. Go like it up. And make sure you never miss another podcast so you don't miss any interesting news. I'm trying to do every other day. I did Slack last week. I didn't post in like nine days. I'm sorry. I was just very busy. A lot going on. 
But I hope you guys did enjoy this podcast. Again, make sure you go check out my Instagram so you don't miss another one. And always remember, God loves you. God bless. And thank you.